It's uh, good to be here with you today. My name is Father Barry Gearing. I am the pastor at St. Adelbert Church in uh, Berea, Ohio, and I had the weekend off this weekend. And uh, so I, uh, Father Valencheck invited me to stay, and I volunteered to preach, and he did not give me any blowback. So I am happy to be here with you today. Events, events in our lives, there are certain events that you and I, we remember, they stick with us uh, throughout our lives. I'm sure uh, if you're a parent, I'm sure the, the birth of your child or your children is an event that you will never forget. And then they grow up to be teenagers, right? Okay, and that's, yeah, teenagers are awesome. We love teenagers. They are the, they are the church. That's uh, true. Um, and there is, maybe you remember some of your sacraments, like your first Holy Communion or, or your wedding day. You, you remember those sorts of things. You maybe remember the first time you rode your bike. Uh, I remember my first kiss. I have to be careful here. I was at the junior high dance, and Amy Ingram said that she would dance with me, and REO Speedwagon was playing. I remember... <laughs> I'm surprised you got that. They didn't get that at 7 a.m. Yeah, I don't want to sleep. I just want to keep on loving you, right? And so I remember that very distinctly. Uh, I remember my ordination day, an incredible, amazing event uh, in my life. And then I remember the day that the bishop made me a pastor. Yes and not everybody liked me. That's okay. There, is, there, are, there are these profound events, brothers and sisters, and many times these profound events, they, they stay with us and we want to stay with them. We don't want to let them go necessarily. We don't want these moments to pass us by, and so we, we hold on to them. We, we cling to them. One such event in, in, our, uh, in our faith and, and what we celebrate today on this feast day is the Feast of the Transfiguration of Jesus. This is a, a profound event that, that foreshadows his suffering and his death and his resurrection ultimately. And why have this event? Well, God is trying to show us something. Jesus is trying to show you and I something very important. But in order to set this up, let's look at our readings real quick. In that first reading today, the prophet Daniel recalls a vision that he has of the Messiah, and he uses this term, one like a son of man. You ever notice that in the scriptures where Jesus sometimes he refers to himself as the son of man and then the son of God? What's that all about, Father? Please tell us. I will. The, the, when Jesus is referred to as the son of man here, it's referring to his humanness, his, his humanity there. Uh, and, and that's very important to remember. And when we refer to Jesus as the son of God, we're referring to his divinity. Now remember that Jesus was fully human. He was 100% human and he was 100% divine. But in this particular case, we're thinking about Jesus as the Son of Man. And Jesus, you recall, he says, you will see the Son of Man lifted up. This is really, really important because Jesus is going to use his humanity as a sacrifice for you and I to set us free from darkness, to set us free from our sinfulness. And, and, and this is what his whole coming was about. As my hero, uh, Bishop Fulton Sheen, he says, you know, Jesus was the only man in all of history who was born 
specifically to die. And he was born to die for you and I. That was why he came. And then to show us his power by rising to, from the dead, conquering death for you and I. In our second reading, Peter recalls the experience he had on the mountaintop to remind the believers of the wonders of the Lord's earthly life and that they weren't myths. Did you catch that? Myths are things that people make up out of their minds. The Greeks had many myths. Maybe you've heard of myths, you know, like uh, Zeus and all the gods and those sorts of things. That is not what this is. This is, this is an eyewitness testimony. This event is recorded in all of the Gospels. This event is profoundly important for us. This is a real and true event based on eyewitness accounts. It's not a myth invented by the first disciples. It was an event to which you and I, we are called to give witness to how Jesus transfigure, can continue to transfigure each and every one of us. And so you and I, what, what do we do with this moment? Well, I think here we look at St. Peter because St. Peter is a great saint for you and I because St. Peter was always sort of getting things confused, getting things messed up. And I know you and I, when we live our faith, sometimes don't we get these crazy notions about how we think things should be and don't we try to put God in a box? Remember that song in kindergarten? Don't put God in a box, knock off those rusty locks. Remember that? Maybe not. Okay, but you don't put God in a box. You don't do that. And that's what Peter is always trying to do. So he's, he witnesses this amazing event, and he wants to stay there, right? He wants to build three tents, one for Moses, one for Elijah, and one for Jesus. So in other words, we have Moses, who re represents the law, Elijah, who represents the prophets, and then Jesus, of course, is the fulfillment of those, prophet, those prophecies. And, and so... Peter, he really wants to stay there. You and I, we do the same thing. I know many Catholics who they still have the faith they had when they received their first communion. In other words, they have the faith of a seven-year-old. Like, they, they don't move, okay? They don't move towards a more mature faith. And this is the problem that happens, and this is what happens with Peter. Okay, Peter is not looking at Jesus at, when Jesus when Jesus rises from the dead. If we are to authentically live our faith, that means that we embrace all that comes with it, all the blessings, all the goodness. But it also means that we face the suffering, we face the hardships, we face the difficulties, and we see God in those things too. You know, God causes the rain to fall on the just and the unjust alike. This is the world in which you and I live. It's not perfect. But God came to this world to show you and I that it's not the end of the story. The worst things that you and I can face in life through the lens of our faith, our faith tells us that we can conquer everything. And that's what this transfiguration is about. And that's why at the very last line of the gospel, they did not understand what this means until he rises from the dead. Whoa, did you catch that? Right? And then what comes later is, is Peter confronting Jesus about this. And so, brothers and sisters, this is where you and I are challenged today, is how do we move forward? And if you don't remember anything else from the crazy priest from Berea today, I want you to remember this. Your faith, our Christianity, is not a moment. 
It's a movement. It's not a moment. It's a movement. Our faith should cause us to move. It should dare us to move. What do we say before we profess the, our Father? You know, we dare to say, remember that? How does that go again, Father? At the Savior's... It's hard to jump into the mass parts. You just flow into it. But there's... Well, you know what? We dare to say the Our Father. I double dog dare you, right? And and Our Father, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, right? In my life. That is what we are called to do, is to live our faith and to trust that the Holy Spirit continues to move us, to move us forward. And, and so as we gather today, brothers and sisters, let us not get discouraged by our setbacks, no matter how often we may become off-center in our faith life. You can always put God back at the center through the sacraments, especially Holy Eucharist, especially reconciliation. These are the sacraments that recenter us, that draw us back into right relationship with God. In a sense, they transfigure us, right? They reset us, they recalibrate us, and that keeps us moving forward in our faith. Every Eucharist, every reconciliation, we move forward. We don't stay where we are. We're challenged to grow in our faith. And so as we receive the Lord in this Holy Eucharist today on this Feast of the Transfiguration, may you and I have the courage and the strength to move forward and to trust in the Lord's love and mercy for us on this feast day of the Transfiguration.